All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Boomcast. We have another exciting episode here for you today. As always, I'm your host, Storm. I'm joined by my co-host, Evil. Hey, everybody, it's Evil. If you could do us a great favor, if you could like, comment, and subscribe, and turn on that little bell for notifications, it'd be a really great help to the channel. Yes, sir. And today, we have a super special guest on the show. He's part of the esports and gaming content team over at 137PM, the host of Inside the Screen, 137 seconds, among other awesome pieces of content. Everybody give it up for Aaron. Welcome to the show, my man. Yo. <laughs> Yo what's, I like up, that intro. what's up, What's up, guys? We don't play around with our intros, man. We, we're going to gas you up. I like that. I like that. I'm the CEO of Gassing, so. Yo, <laughs> I, like that. I like your gaming chair, dude. Yeah? Yeah. I've been thinking they, about Mavix. Yeah? I wasn't going to mention it because no, no free promo, you feel me? But. Listen, <laughs> top notch chair. I'm not top gonna notch. lie. All right, I've been hearing good things, so I, I don't know. I might have to check one of them out. Hundred percent. So, how you guys doing today? Just chit chat. How you guys doing? Hey, I'm vibe. I'm just vibing and thriving, man. I feel like we're already at the last week of uh, what is this month? May, but it only got started. So we're it just we're started. Chilling. Yeah, Dude, summer's I around turn, the corner. I turn thirty next Saturday. Yes, you do. First of all. You're turning 30? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You both look like, you know, 22. 20, mm. You know nah, what I'm saying? Man. 21 mm. vibes here. Hey. I, w- I will take that guess, but it's not the truth, brother. Uh, it's not the truth. Hey, man. <laughs> hey. Hey, uh, hey I'll, roll, I'll roll with it all day. I'm 22. Yo, what's up? Hey, I just turned 20. So there hey, you go. Young, I feel old. Young gun out here. <laughs> I remember when I turned 20, actually. Uh, I, f- I feel like I stopped caring about birthdays after I turned like 21. That's mm. when it was just like, ah, uh, whatever. You know, it's funny. I've actually never celebrated my birthday till my 20th. My birthday was always during school and I'm the oldest too. So I was like, the oldest don't really get much. They get the yeah. lecture and the youngest gets all the birthdays. All the freedom, man. Yeah. So like my birthday was never really celebrated like that. So my 20th came, I went to New York. I was going to say, nice. you went all out, huh? Yeah, vacay. Vacay. Working in a hotel. The view is like the, the ocean and stuff. I'm like, yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I need to get my, my, my ass back to New York so at some point. That city is a vibe, man. I miss it. Yeah, that <sighs> city is a vibe. Especially the pizza. I know you know started. about the pizza. They <laughs> <laughs> get me started on New York pizza. <laughs> Yo, I'm just gonna say this right now, not to just like, not to kind of shit on pizza, but like the best pizza I've ever had has been in Spain. Okay, yeah. So, so evil here. He's a well traveled man. I'm about to say I've never been to Spain, but yeah, I want to. He's go been to he's Spain. been around the world. So his I've got some wild story, like wild travel stories too, man. Like <laughs> wild. But yeah, his food experience is definitely superior to mine. So I trust him. I trust him. When you go to I mean, the motherland, right? When you go I to the motherland. I was just about to say that. Yes. A hundred percent. It hits different. You got to expect that. Your uh, have more flavor to it. A hundred percent. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the news today, but uh, there's a lot of drama going on with uh, Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Have you guys been keeping up with like those fights coming up? Like, oh, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> it hurts my brain to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Thank we're on, we're all on the same wavelength it, then. 
after the last fight, fight that was three hours, and then we finally get the fucking fight, and then the guy gets knocked out, and he. My whole thing is, I don't really care much. I'm not getting Whoa. paid to watch this. So, yeah, thriller, thriller. Is that what the thriller. company is? The thriller. Yeah. Uh, they're literally so like boxing has been a dying sport, right? You have MMA that's that's huge. MMA just took over the scene. Um, boxing started becoming a dying sport. How are they rebooting it now? You got this huge production team with Triller. It's turning into like boxing is literally turning into WWE. Yeah, and it's a shame. And that's kind of what happened today. Uh, so apparently they had their first press conference. Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather. They got all their security teams there. I don't know if you guys have seen the video yet. Uh, they got all their security yeah. teams there. And then out of nowhere, Jake Paul comes out of the woodwork and he comes up to Floyd and he's talking all this yada, yada, yada. And then he takes his hat off his head and runs. And Floyd lost it. Like he, he lost it. His security team like rushed their security team. It was like this big hoopla. But yeah, it reminded me of like WWE vibes, man. Like it's just yeah. wild. Oh, this is some kitty shit. Yeah. What is this? He a man, took his a hat. man, right? A man taking another man's hat. Yeah. Bro, yeah. It's a hat, bro. It's okay. Unless your grandfather gave it to you, pass it down, generational hat. Yeah. It honestly looked corny as hell when you watch yeah. it back. Well, like, I mean, imagine, imagine like, like being like you're about to go on the stage and like you're in your head, like, I'm about to take this motherfucker's hat, dude. Like what? Yeah. Like who does that? Pre- like, premeditated. I'm gonna take premeditated. He's like, I'm gonna take his hat. You know, he woke up that morning. He was looking in the mirror, like, Yo, Floyd, I want that hat. Like, you know, he was like, he was just, oh, dude. Like, how did he even know he was gonna wear a hat? First off, that's just weird. I don't know. Floyd always wears hats, bro. Oh, he does. It's like okay. Thing. Yeah. It's all, like right, thing. all right. My bad. All right. Enough. Enough. Paul talk. Jake Paul. Let's get to know our guest a little bit better. Aaron, it's been a long time coming. Again, appreciate you having you appreciate having you on the show. Uh for for people who might not know who you are, and if you don't know who he is, make sure you check out his content. I'm gonna have his socials all up on the screen here. For people who might not know who you are, uh describe yourself. Who is Aaron today? How would you describe yourself? Damn, that's a it's a deep question. question. It's a yeah, deep it's question. like the older you get, the more you really start thinking about shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm just some young guy who's trying to get his, you know? Uh, I feel like everybody's been saying he played video games. So has I, you know, graduated high school, came to South Carolina. I didn't want to go to college. I just knew that wasn't my shit. Like, I knew yeah. for a fact. If I went to college, it was because I was in love with some girl type beat. I was like, <laughs> we're not doing that. We're going to South Carolina. And I was living, you know, this is when I found Gary V as well. Right. During my senior year a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, I think they consume Gary's content because they don't know stuff. And so they go to him yeah. as a guy. Was, for me, I know shit. I mean, I've done, bro, I've done did it all, literally. Uh, and so I looked at Gary as a translator because I would tell my parents stuff, but I wouldn't know how to explain it to them. So they would get it. So right. they didn't really get it. So I was like, you know what, bet. What shows somebody loudest is when you actually do it. And they're like, ah, oh, damn, he was for real. So I moved out, came to South Carolina. I was selling chicken eggs. I was about to start me an agriculture farm. My auntie's got houses bought all up and down the street. Um, and I was just going to play video games while selling eggs. And I was going to just, I was just going to live my life like that. Yeah. And then one night playing Fortnite, died. My team sucked. I'm like the heavy carry. And I was like, you know, <laughs> we're just not going to watch them suck. So I went on Twitter 
And I see there was an offering for a job in New York. I was like, you know what? We're going to do this. And I did it. And you shot your shot. Here. Yeah. Basically. Right on. So I, I was going to ask you, uh, leading before before 137 and everything, what was your like first interaction with esports? Like, I know you mm-hmm. mentioned you've been playing video games like everybody else, but what was your first interaction with esports? And like, how did it how did it appear to you? How did it hit you? What piqued your interest about it? So I just want to give background of like what, I, what games I was raised off. It was mm-hmm. definitely fighting games like Tekken, Mortal Kombat. But then again, you had the, you know, I had the game. I still got the GameCube on me. You know, I literally bought this game off of eBay because it was one of the first games I ever. So you're a game head. I'm like, yeah. bro, this is you can't see it because I got the new fancy camera on right now. But like, this is like Dragon Ball Z, the legend, the legacy of like Goku. Right. Bro, yeah. Like I was a game head. <laughs> so you know, I'm getting older. Minecraft comes out in the in the atmosphere. I'm like, damn, this is a cool game. Mm-hmm. And then where I'm raised, video games isn't looked at. That's like nerdy shit. That's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, what, where I'm coming from is sports, football, basketball, mm-hmm. baseball, and which is, I'm kind of like the cool kid in there. It's like, I want to be everything. Why not? Yeah. I can't. Why limit myself to just one category when the world has so much shit? So I was like, all right, I played baseball. I did a little track. I did band. After band, I think you get to a point in high school where I was just tired of high school. Fortnite came out. Before Fortnite was GTA, I was grinding GTA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Fortnite came out and I started skipping school. And I'm, you know, I'm really proud to say I started skipping school for one reason. Because I'm not, I wasn't dumb. Right. It was more of the fact where I was like, I am not about to sit here and listen to somebody who hasn't done half the shit they're teaching me. So I'm just going to go play Fortnite. But anywho, I was experienced through Call of Duty. BO2 days, you know, scump. Okay. Sweat banning, like that was my shit, Sweat banning, that, yo, that series was hard. A hundred percent. Like, I, don't, I really wish you... Oh, no, I ain't gonna say it. I just, I miss those days. Look, yeah. it was a different vibe. Golden um, age, man. Yeah. And then I left actually the whole esports and gaming. Like I wasn't really watching it because it was just so drilled into me. Like, that's not, that's not it. Like my, my stepdad was just like, that's not it. That's not yeah. it. Like I would be on the game. He's telling me, what are you doing? Go cut yeah. the grass or something. Go mm-hmm. play basketball. I'm like, okay. You know, and me, I'm the guy. I don't listen to no one who hasn't done what they're telling me. So yeah. if you're telling me don't play video games because it's not going to amount to nothing, how do you know? Exactly. You, don't, you don't know. So I'm going to tell you, like, my mom's, we can, we can talk talk with him, right? Yeah, can, yeah, yeah, talk talk, man. My mom, so I went to this quinceanera and there was like drinks. There was offering me drinks. And, I, you know, I don't speak Spanish. And he was like, eh. I was like, I mean, I guess. I was like, do I look, do I look older than what I am? Uh, but I'm still in high school. I drank it, came home. I was a little tipsy. My mom was like, did you drink? I'm like, no, ma. And she's like, yes, you did. And so, I'm at, and the reason I'm saying that is because I'm at the point where I'm, I parent my parent. Like, my stepdad has done left the situation. Right. And, you know, the last time me and him talked, he asked me, what am I doing in life? And I, it, was, it felt super good to say, I, play, I get paid to play, play video games, basically. Yeah. He's like, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. my mom is actually so open-minded now. Like, she listens to me. I'm like, you see what Bitcoin is doing. You see TikTok. Like, she's, like, she's drilled in it. Yeah, and she's so, on board now. Yeah, that's kind of what, you know, I kind of went around a circle there, but that's just me and what happened. To so there. what it sounds to me like, man, is just, you just took like, you know, you hear Gary Vee talk about all the time, right? Like, yeah. just try different things. Like, who yeah. cares? Just tr- go try shit, right? Yeah. You're in your 20s. Like, why are you in a rush to failure, right? Yeah. Why are you in a rush to just like get get go to college, pay a shit ton of money for a, a piece of fucking paper that's 
probably not going to guarantee you shit, mm-hmm. right? And like you're just going to sit in a fucking cubicle for, you know, 8 9 hours a day just to go yeah. home to your shitty life like no man, I want to like go after my dreams. I want to I want to do shit. So Sounds like to me, man, you're kind of like a, a jack of all trades, master of none type of dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, basically that. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, I think the opposite is I want to be a master of all. Uh, and even if I can, not even that though, not reaching reaching the destination. I don't ever want to reach the like the final. Yeah, but I always want to be trying to be the master the of bus, all. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same way, man. Like anytime I go into something like I'm, I'm new, like yeah. I want to be really good at it. So yeah. like, for example, I just pick up hunting a couple years ago and this year, this year I, I killed me a nine point buck, man. He's on my wall and he's in my freezer and I'm eating all, I, I skinned him myself. Dear me. I, yeah. I, dude, I, I gutted <laughs> him by myself. My buddy that just got here helped me out, drag him out of the woods. He was like 145 pounds, dude. We drug him a mile up a huge ass hill. Like, I worked for this motherfucker, bro. People don't understand. Dermy, bro. Dermy is so gas. When you, when you make it right, and that's yeah. the thing, it comes yeah. full circle. It comes full circle. I didn't want to take him to the processor. I didn't want to do any of that, dude. I got, I, I learned, I bought a crossbow, I learned how to shoot it. I watched countless YouTube videos, dude. I just mastered the craft. And what do I do? What I do? I brought home meat. I butchered him myself. I got him mounted on my wall, and I'm still munching on him today. I'm so glad you said all that because I hate to sit. Like I'm such a they call people like me a conspiracy theorist, and I kind of like it because it means I, I think how I want to think, or at least I yeah. think I think how I want to think. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, because you know, how how do you know if you're really being censored? You don't until you don't. You know. So you saying like you actually went to go hunt and get your food is like damn. It's like it's a it's a lost art, bro. Yeah. Cause you learn something and you still gain. It's like mm-hmm. the medium of us going to the store and coming back to cook, there's something being lost there. What is that? Is is this even going to the store is so like they always talk about the social media is giving us what's that thing called? Uh social anxiety. That, yeah, and instant gratification. It's like instant gratification, the, yeah. Yeah, even going to the store is causing that. Everything we do is about to cause that. The medium mm-hmm. of going to work and having patience to like get that return is like slowly going away. And I think that's why I rebel. It's cause if it's hot outside, I might wear a fucking sweater. Wanna know why? Because yeah. I want to fucking sweat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wanna yeah. fucking sweat. Let's go. I wanna so, sweat, I I'm a sweat. Yeah, I'm a sweat. So but yeah, yeah ba- back to being like uh, trying to master your craft, like the way I've, I've always seen it since I was like a young teenager is like, it doesn't really matter what you do in life. Like you could be the local garbage man. You could yeah. be, you could be delivering papers. You could be a CEO of a multi-million dollar company, whatever facet or whatever industry you're in, do it to the best of your ability. Master that shit. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the floor, you know, I'm the best damn garbage man in this city. You know what I mean? Like, that's the mentality I think people, more people should have, right? And you're going to find success. doesn't matter what you do. 100%. Kind of going through that process a little bit now. I've been trying to just, in life where just people are just coming in and they think because they have this title, they can just start telling me this, that, and the third. It's like, bro, I've done did everything you're doing. I don't need, if I'm the creator, I don't need, I don't need a supervisor. Yeah, you don't need the approval. You don't need the no. the title. I don't, yeah. Yeah. You know? I feel you on that. 
But you only can do that if you have self-awareness as well. So Yeah. Yeah. Very true. All right. I wanted to move into a little bit more of your background, but this is specific to gaming. So we, mm-hmm. we, we like to run this segment called the Triple F segment. Basically consists of three questions. They all start with an F. Uh, first question, what was the very first video game you ever played in memory? Take us way back. <laughs> Take your time. Think on it. This is actually really easy. Because okay. I used to play it a fuck ton. And I just, it's so, I'm, I'm going to give into every question I ask. Mm-hmm. Me being in this atmosphere makes me realize what games I actually played first. And it was Metroid. That was like Yo. Super Metroid. Yes, and it was on yes. Game Boy. It was on yes. Game Boy. I gotta go buy it off eBay because that was a game I was grinding, bro. And and probably Lord of the Rings. One of those were definitely the first, but I think it was Metroid. For, for real. Like Lord of the Rings PS2. Not even Lord of the Rings on Game Boy. Oh, Game bro, Boy. Okay. This was my first. People had phones and Nintendo Switch. Nah, fam. Game, Game Boy, Boy was me. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was me. Yo, so. Super Metroid is a fire game underrated on nes i played the shit out of that and then anytime i fire up smash brothers i'm always picking samus yes all right next f next question uh it's kind of a paradox of a question the most forgettable video game you've ever played so you know it's a paradox because like if it was forgettable you probably already forgot it however think about it this way a game that you you know you purchased you put some time into but if someone like approached you with it today, you're like, oh, hell no, I'm not trying. I'm not picking that up again. Like bad, mm-hmm. bad vibes, bad memories. A game that just didn't hit. Mm-hmm. I love these questions. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this one always gets people. <laughs> Thank God you have a comfy gaming chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My first answer was about to be Halo because I was never the one who bought Halo and started playing. People are going to hate this answer. Bro. But- I didn't buy Halo and play it. It was my cousin's house I would go to. I'm like, what is this game that looks so like fire? And right. it was that. But when people ask me, like, you know how people praise Halo? I'm never one of them because it was like, yeah, it, it was cool. It didn't hit for you like that. Nah. Okay. I was like, well, I guess it kind of goes into like your opportunity to make that connection with that specific game. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't readily available. You didn't like, did you play through the whole entire thing front? See? You were just kind of just bits and pieces because you said you only played it at your cousin's house so yeah. i guess the delivery of it didn't for wasn't him, yeah. able to capture you in that way that it captures all of us because part I mean? of the magic of halo bro honestly was you had to run through those campaigns See? like hours and hours and hours Mo- multiplayer only like okay that was it really dude do you not play campaigns in games i do mass effect is one of my favorite Okay. Campaigns in a video game. I was gonna say, man, there's there's games that I won't touch multiplayer until I finish the campaign. Mm. It have, used to be Call of Duty for me for sure. But oh yeah, I have friends like that. Like they literally won't go on multiplayer until they finish the camp. It's like a ritual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Respect, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna play all. I'm gonna get all my money's worth. <laughs> well, it's it's just it's not the sexy piece of these. Like you know, Call of Duty's campaign. It's not sexy. Yeah, but you got to pay respect to those developers that are making the campaign because they're part. They're like the forgotten, the forgotten storytellers. You know what I mean? They just brought chills to me. I'm so glad you said that. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm. I don't want to suffer about anything, but I'm actually going through my guest list now, and I feel like I need to find some developers because 
they're not really being talked about a lot. Oh, they're but the they're being the hated team. on the most. Like, yeah, they need some like, gas for sure. You know what they're, I'm saying? They're, they're the writers, the ones that actually tell the stories. They're right. Like, you know, because you have people like you imagine like games like Destiny, games like Halo, games that have bro. The lore is deep, right? That you can yeah. make full production books and movies off these. They're, they're creating these entire universes, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I want to talk to that person that's creating this this world and putting it to life in a video game I yeah think like that's where so... was your head at when you thought of all this yeah man how much weed did you smoke that day yeah all right last f uh this one's kind of fun so you're trapped on an island let me paint you a picture here you're trapped on mm-hmm. an island okay you got thousand up thousand down internet you have a PC or console of choice, any one you want, right? But you only get one video game for the rest of your life. Your favorite video game, what are you taking with you? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> mm. Shout out Cornel, because as soon as you said a thousand up, thousand down, I was like, okay, yeah, my man hooked me up. <laughs> yeah, shout out Cornel. Uh, yeah. uh, can I get... Mm, no, you, know you get one. Say? You get one. Yeah, okay, we're <laughs> going to. I'm going to have to go with mass servers. Effect. Servers are populated too. Yeah. Populated. So whatever game, like even if it's so a game in the past, game. the servers are populated. Like that's another thing. Damn. Yeah. Like okay. You can find a lobby. You can find a lobby if it's a multiplayer. No, game no hackers and everything. Right? No, yeah, okay. you're good. It would really have to be probably Mass Effect. Sorry for the train. I, I'm going to mute myself in a minute. But no, you're good. Not, you're good. Mass Effect for sure. I feel like it's super underrated. And it's just like such a... Because you can go deeper and deeper. Like, cause they, oh, yeah. It's so interactable that that game is. And yeah. So, All right. We, have, we haven't gotten Mass Effect, Effect yet. That's an yeah. awesome have you, uh Have you played Dragon Age? Dragon Age? No. Yeah. It's made by the same company. Yeah. I might but it's that. like... It's like... It's like... like Kind of like Lord of the Rings, like medieval. Gotcha. It's got like uh, you know mages and rogues and stuff like that. It's it's I I like it. You better put me on. I All right, you heard it here first, folks. Mass Effect. All right, well people people know a little more about your gaming background. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Now I want to dive into uh, what you're doing currently, right? So obviously, uh, like we said in the intro, you're at the gaming and content team over at one three seven PM. So take us back to uh, you kind of mentioned it, but take us back to how that opportunity came about. And uh, take us through exactly what you do there and like what the overall goal and mission is over at 137. What are you guys all about? Yeah, so started off, you know, Twitter. I think that's where we left, with that, left off as a story. Tyler, Gary's right-handed person, mm-hmm. DM me. And I tell this on everything that I want. I was going to leave that man on red. Like, I was just at, at that moment in my life, not even life, but last year, 2020, at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm not going to play video games for two days straight and not get paid for it. Definitely after seeing Booger, who's winning, you're going to win three mil for playing Fortnite. I was like, fam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it, this is becoming a thing? All right, bet. And so I was like, yeah, we're not going to be like, we're just not going to do this for free. So I've seen it. Tyler DM me. He was like, yo, yo, his favorite word. I was going to leave him on red. But a goal of mine last year also was don't settle. Like, like, yes, I'm happy here, but I want to take care of my brother's sisters too. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just can't stop at me. Dream so, bigger. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I took it. $200, literally $200 in my pocket. 
my grandparents are like, you're not going to New York because they don't understand none of this. None of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm the type of guy who's like, I'm going to make you understand. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're going to understand somehow. And if you're, I'm, I'm, you're going to make me aggravated about to convince you of a word. Yeah. So I'm about to just show you. So I took a plane to New York. First two weeks was me Airbnb in a hotel and from different spots. I remember when 1 to 7 p.m. sent me to a, the NBA draft and I had to go to a hotel the prior night and do hit me up. I was like, yo, thank you. Um, <laughs> but now the mission, though, we went to 10 p.m. I didn't understand the mission at all when I first started there because this is I'm just getting into this. Plus, esports and gaming is new. Like, right. I'm just. Wait, there's a journalist. Yeah, you know, and like when I think esports and gaming, I'm thinking digital world. And when I think digital world, there are no rules. The rules are whatever the fuck you want to make them type mm-hmm. beat. Yeah. As long as you're just not, you know, being professional, treating everybody with respect type beat also. Um, so I didn't understand the mission. But now I do, not as my year in anniversary with the team. It's literally just being in the know. Like, there's a lot of media companies who cover esports and gaming, but they don't know esports and gaming. No, they're not. You may be you're right. And, you're, like, what's the first game you play? The, the thing they love to say, so you don't ask any more questions when you ask a question like that, is like, Man, I play games all the time. You know, I remember me and my friends playing this game, but they don't never mention it. Like, they, they're just capping, basically, with what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not really um, about it. Yeah, and I'm in all those type of meetings, sales meetings, people want ideals from people who actually play fucking video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the mission with me and just went to 10 p.m. And well, my goal right now is community, 100%, because you're not shit without the people behind you. You know what I'm saying? Connected. Optic is a very good example. Mm-hmm. The soul of a brand fucking matters. Yeah. If Hex is not behind that brand, it doesn't matter. Well, and now he's back. Case in point, we saw it literally crumble well, as soon yeah. as he was taken out of it, right? Now, and now it's back, and now it's like, bro, fire. Uh, and so basically being that, being a strong voice as well um, is to go in esports and gaming. I don't want a lot of brands coming here thinking they can just... There's a lot of sponsorship brands who want to sponsor people they think is the one causing all this records or setting trends, and then they send out the wrong money and stuff like that. It's like, no, yeah. this is the guy... You see Nate Marks right now? Yeah, you want to hook him up. Probably, I think a, a stream with him and Swag would really pop off because Swag is a young gun and he's super cool. Nate Marks, OG, respectable. Everybody loves him type beat. And just making sure everybody understands, like, yo, this is, this is not just some trend. I know we're a year in. I made this tweet when it first happened. You seen what baseball, softball, autumn sports did, what happened when, it, when Corona came. They shut down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? skyrocketed. And we're just doing the shit digitally online. Yeah, yeah. Imagine when lands come back. It's the future. No, way, it's the future. Bro, way more lands. Lands are gonna hit so much differently. Yeah. Imagine. I can't wait. If they open up chance, champs, I don't care. I'll save up mm-hmm. money. I'll pull money out of savings. I'll liquidate a fucking stock. I don't give a shit. I am yeah. going <laughs> to fucking Call of Duty champs, bro. Yeah, we gotta meet. We gotta meet here. the homies in person if we 100%. if we're able to. You know, and, and which is actually super funny is esports and gaming is going to change football stadiums. Football stadiums are stale because all they use is a fucking field. Mm-hmm. For an esports and gaming stadium, you need way more than that. Oh, you yeah. need fire internet, fire monitors, great seats, great food. We don't know why you need great food. If that shit ain't hitting, you're going to see a thousand tweets on Twitter and you're going to mm-hmm. see, you're going to see Atlanta Stadium bad food trending on fucking Twitter. Yep. And yeah. that's your throat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think people understand. The power it's, that esports has, yeah, bro. What the community? It's a whole. It's a whole production, man. We were talking. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about this with uh, Patrick Mahoney um, on our podcast uh, a couple. It was like a month ago now. Yeah, 
like a month or two ago. Yeah. Anyway, he's talking about like, cause he, he grew up in the, in the music, the music industry, rock and roll, and how, you know, like concerts, you have your merchandise, your, your food, your beverages, all that stuff. Right. Dude. Esports. They already have done it online with the Toronto home series. They had that yeah. rapper in the beginning. He did the opening, like he did a couple, like a live music video. Right. Mm-hmm. There's going to be concerts involved with like homes, like CDL homestands on yeah. land. There's going to be, you know, shit. I could, I could, I could quit it all today. I can cook well enough to, I can bring a hot dog cart to the front of that damn stadium, dude. <laughs> and I can make some fire ass fucking hot dogs. Like, 100%. Uh, yo, speaking of Toronto, like speaking that. of Toronto yeah. and speaking of uh, stadiums, I don't know if you guys saw that news. Uh, it leaked, I think, last year, 2020, the big stadium that they're building here in Toronto. I'm from Toronto, by the way. Oh, Canada. Canadian boy, yeah. Six sides. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you saw that news. Like, they're building a massive esports stadium here. I remember now that yeah, you said I it. think it's like yeah. a five-year plan, but, like, that thing is going to be, like, you're going to start seeing that. Like, forget, yeah. like, oh, the, you know, the New York Giants got a new stadium. Forget that. Like, you're going to be here in, like, you know, this Valorant team has a new esports stadium coming up. Yep. You know, this Call of Duty mm-hmm. team's got a new esports stadium. Like, that's the future. I think we might see Texas be the headquarters of esports for, oh, for America, sure. too. Like, yeah. I think there's been a lot it of It already is. There. It already yeah, is. True. 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting. And so just to go back a little bit, uh, focus. <laughs> One through <laughs> seven. Pocket. Yeah. Yeah, the mission. Yeah. Uh, content is. I've been trying to, I mean, I've used to say, I've been doing a lot of different content. I don't think people understand. Like, I don't care how bad I look right now. One of these are going to hit. I know what the fuck I'm doing. It's yeah. going to look dirty, ugly, and that is good. That's because I'm probably focusing on one metric of the whole, like, one thirty seven seconds is going to be a segment on inside the screen. And it's going to bang. You want to know why? Because I've been doing it already. Like, one thirty seven seconds is its own series right now. Yeah. Now I know. that I know it hits, it's like, bet. Now we're going to put this in the podcast. This is a yeah. segment that when I want to promo one, inside the screen, we're going to put the segment 137 seconds as the promo. Yeah. Boom. There you go. People fuck with this. Boom, boom, boom. So wow. let, me, let me ask you, let me ask you, when it comes to like inside the screen 137, is that like your brainchild? Like, is that your baby? Are you, or is there a team behind that? No. And this is why I love 137 PM. That's my shit. Nice. Damn. Bro. Okay. I love that. You know that. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I thought of it, my idea. If it's edited, cut out, it was probably me. Right. Now, but we're growing now, so we're like, now I'm getting help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we have editors, like, a new little, somebody revamped one to seven seconds, looking way better than how I had it. So it's like, that shit's mine. And so. I love that, bro. Yeah. I love to hear that. Yeah. You're, you're within an organization or a company or whatever you want to call it, but you still have that creative freedom, right? Like, yeah. That's 100%. what's up. And, and let me let me give you some gas real quick because because you're you're talking about like oh I might look dirty or like the background this and that like bro I'm gonna be real with you for a second one three seven and inside the screen you could be on the freeway my man and I would still watch that shit you want to know yeah. why you want to know why because yeah. I can see the passion in your eyes when I watch that like people might not realize that but like if you have an eye for content, if you have an eye for like someone who's really about it and who's really putting their heart and soul into it, you can see that in their eyes, bro. Mm -hmm. And every time I watch your interviews, every time I watch your content, I can see that passion in your eyes and that's what pulls me in. You know what I mean? And that's what's pulling people in. So don't make me, listen, I'm a fucking Pisces. Don't make me cry on these motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just being real with you. You know, like 
that that's one thing I'm all about, bro. Like we're, we're humble dudes, bro. We're going to give a rose where we, where one needs to be given. And, uh, nobody's above that. You know what I mean? Like if we could spread more love and positivity and like appreciation, you know what I mean? And like, I'm not the type of dude, if I see something that's inspiring from someone else's content, I'm not going to go like grab that rip, try and make my own version of it. And then like yeah. throw shade over on the other side and like say, Oh, this is my, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a rose over there. I'm going to mm-hmm. say, yo, this person is doing a great job at this piece of content. It get it's got my wheels turning now. Like how can mm-hmm. I be better with my content? And it's just like a, it's a positive atmosphere, a positive environment. You know what I mean? That's what I'm about. I like that, bro. Same yeah. shit though. And I meant what I said earlier though. You guys are doing shit too, bro. You, I, I appreciate that, man. Like when I watch your shits, I'm like fucking laughing. Like because, <laughs> and, and and I want you to know this also. It's never because I really like I try to stay in the creating side because if I start consuming, it's like fuck. I'm consuming way more than I'm creating. But yeah. when I'm in Discord with the fam, they're like, bro, did you see that post? I'm like, what post, bro? They start showing me their fucking shit. So I'm like, bro, what is this? And it's like, bro, it's gas. So I, like you guys did the Boom podcast, right? Boomcast, yeah. yeah. You're on it right now, my man. Yeah, this is what it's called, right? <laughs> yeah, the Boomcast. Yeah, my back. So I'm, I got the correlation. Uh, okay, so I get it now. Yeah. So, so Coalition yeah. Esports is uh, mm-hmm. the organization that Jim and I founded last uh, earlier this year, January. So this is yeah. you guys. And the this Boomcast. Yeah, yeah, that's like kind of like my brainchild, that's and like, like Jim hopped on. Yeah, it's like uh, one of our content pieces. That's all. I like this. I like yeah. this. Bro, and you know how we came up with uh, with all this stuff? Huh? We were just playing Call of Duty, man. Yeah. We were just fucking listen, playing Call of Duty, dude. I want to leak this. I'm going to leak it because this is, listen, imagine this, bro. Imagine, imagine this. I'm going to name it this because I feel like I'm the first one and many aren't doing it. Mm-hmm. So you know what the mob had? That was so beautiful, right? Right. I feel like if I was just a mob, my content would be around the guys that's in the mob playing video games, conversations being had while playing video games, record it, edit it, and then put out. And mm-hmm. I'm going to start one. It's going to be called The Boys because that's kind of how, like, we got, like, you know, that's yeah. a little thing we call it in the esports and gaming. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a podcast where I just bring in people to talk about situations that's happening in esports and gaming, mm-hmm. but we're, we're playing fucking video games. Because, like, yeah. that's fire. I'm so tired of, like, the. I'm just trying to, I'm not tired of, but I'm trying to innovate. Like, what can I do? Yeah. Working from home, but content. Yeah. And, and, and I think the cool thing about that idea is like everybody in esports is always like, they're, they're drooling at the mouth for more like behind the scenes type stuff. Like where you're yeah. just, you know, being real, like doing your thing, like not like, you know, everything's all posed and, you know, pretty, but like yeah. they want to see that behind the scenes. Like how's it, how's it done? You know, uh, more yeah. uh, personal interaction, you know? Hundred percent. I feel like that idea would be cool with that, and that's what I meant to get to. People are lucky. Corona came. I was what the fuck shit. Uh, I'm still. I'm still. I'm still going to. But yeah. Fam, when I tell you it was about to be lit, like oh. Hey man, God. it's your time will come, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I have faith. Like you know, the world's gonna start getting back to where we need it to be, and. Like, like we were talking about going to lands, like that's going to be a vibe and a half, like to actually meet all the people we've well, been interacting you, with, you know? Yeah. You look at, if it's crazy when you, when you say this about COVID, like kind of putting things, like taming things for a little bit. It's like, imagine if COVID didn't hit. True. The momentum of esports was already just gaining yep. traction, right? And then COVID just, hey, chill the fuck out. You need some time to keep developing, right? Yeah. Like the powers that be, it's to like slow your roll, let the let the let the world catch up. Mm-hmm. 
because esports wasn't going to get like it was it was gaining its traction it was going to go it was it was booming but it wasn't going to get as many eyes as it has now without covid yeah and i'll, I'll say this on that on that train of thought let's let's be clear right off the bat if we could rewind time and take covid away and and make it so it never happened 100% all of us are, would agree we would yeah. want that to happen but that's not the world we live in right now it happened I want to say, if it wasn't for COVID happening, it actually made me, it, it gave people more time, right? It gave me people yeah. more time to themselves, more time to think and whatever. I wouldn't have met Jim <laughs> because yeah. I wouldn't have been playing video games. Like I was on my grind with other things like before COVID, you know, like I was, I was keeping tabs on esports, but I was doing my own thing with other projects and whatever. So I, w- I wouldn't have met Jim. Like th- none of this right here, right now would be happening if it wasn't so- for COVID. Jim, you don't live in Canada, do you? No. No, man. You guys are in two different areas, zones, yeah. time zones, too, I'm guessing. We've, we've never met each other. We and met on Call of Duty, and we are, we are business partners. Yes, bro. You listen, and you know what's so funny? This is how I get inspired. I wonder how much more motherfuckers is like this. Imagine if somebody made a show dedicated to meeting people who've met over video games. Like, yeah. That'd be so. Oh, there's another fire know. idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like that's bro, so. Bro, you could be you could be on the next MTV like dating show, bro. This... Netflix special, like. Listen, when I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, listen. What right now? I'm literally sharpening my pencils. Literally, I'm I'm just trying to get better at being like when you say that passion in my eyes. That's because I just want to get better. Mm-hmm. Me. I'm watching everybody. I'm getting influenced. I'm paying attention to what people like, what people don't like, because in part, it's important also to know what people don't like. So you can join a little comment. You know, yeah. I make TikToks daily on why I fucking hate Warzone. Got to get those comments coming in. Uh, <laughs> if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm starting to learn that too. I'm like, that's because you're not telling the truth also. You're trying to yeah. be a people's person too much. Um, you can't please everybody. And if you're trying exactly. to please everybody, you come across fake and nobody yeah. likes and, that. And you're gonna fuck yourself over. Yeah, you because will. you're gonna you're gonna be like, why am I gaining traction? Is because you're trying to please everybody. Mm-hmm. And guess what? No one gives a fuck about people trying to please everybody. If, if uh, you try to please everybody, there's nothing unique about you. You know. Boom. Right. Ooh, I should say boom, boom podcast. Boom. But uh, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, like just back to the whole COVID thing. Like I feel like people made the most of it, right? It, it kind of triggered like this new uh, newfound way to connect with people a newfound way to uh create it gave people more time to create it gave mm-hmm. uh like you were saying jim it gave esports a little bit of a breather to kind of like Catch get up. ready for what's to come because mm-hmm. it's about to explode man like if it hasn't already like people probably already think it has it's about to explode like Bro, if, if my parents now know that like esports is a multi-billion dollar industry like you know something's popping right so yeah yeah 100 <laughs> percent like shit or get off the pot because like it's coming here's a random it's question coming. for you aaron have you met gary v yet yes dope what was that experience like that first time it was i, I think it's crazy shit because like i said i've never was gary was never my teacher he was just my translator mm-hmm. but even if he was my teacher like i just don't idolize anybody right i am i just think it's not that i don't think i'm better than everybody but if I'm about to die, and it's just, it's just the fact that I don't know, I was about to start an analogy, but it was gonna be a bad analogy. Basically, when I first met Gary, though, it was in the office. 
I think it was my first or second day, third day. People think Gary's in his office 24 7, though. That motherfucker's working, like he'd be saying. He was really working. I, I don't think I'd seen him on the sixth day. But whatever day I seen him on, I just know somebody was walking fast as fuck, bro. And I'm sitting at my desk or something. I'm like, bro, who is this walking this fast? Like, bro, the air is cool. The office, you know, we're chilling. Somebody's just, they're walking Zoom. dummy fast. I'm, I'm, I'm just working with the boot. I look. This is the first eye contact. First eye contact, Gary Winks. And it was, and it was just funny because prior in that day, I was practicing weekend for some reason. Like I was just, I was like, <laughs> I was, just, I, was just, I was literally listening. I was literally just practicing winking for some fucking reason. And then Gary comes and he's walking. I think he's walking to his office. Mm. He looks, winks, and I just instantly wink. And then Boom. that was it. Yeah. And then you know after I met him, that demand was like, "Yo, thank you for this opportunity." With the whoop, dude, she's a she's a cool guy. Yeah, cool guy. That's cool. That's cool because like uh, you know a lot of people do idolize him. Yeah. Um, but it's cool to hear that like he actually does what he says. He practices what he preaches. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, hundred percent. That was really 100%. cool. All right, I got another segment I want to run you through. Ooh. We like to call it Tweet Break. So basically, I pulled up three tweets of yours on your TL. I went way back. Yo, I dug. I dug deep. And uh, I pulled up three tweets that I want just a little more context uh, out of you from. That's cool with you. So I'm going to pull them up here and they're going to be on the screen uh, for everybody who's watching. So the first tweet, I'm, a, I'm just going to read it to you. Try, try and remember what, where your mind was at when you tweeted it and, and just, you know, explain to us where your head was at. Cool? Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. First tweet, might be just me, but any content that reminds me of the old MTV is great content. Now, <laughs> I like this one too because, bro, before I even saw this tweet, right? Mm-hmm. I've been thinking, I've been trying to like place your swag, like your style of content. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to put my finger on it, right? Yeah. But yo, when I saw this tweet, I was like, MTV. Mm-hmm. Like that, I don't know if you're purposely trying to make that come through, but it does come through. I'm gonna just let you know. Okay, I'm gonna I am gonna put it on fucking record on this podcast. Yeah, just so when everybody does that idea, I can be like, damn, I was gonna do that shit first. Type B. Right. When Corona is fucking over, I am gonna bring MTV Cribs to esports like headquarters. Like we're going to the fucking spot. Oh hell yeah, bro! You know what I'm hell saying yeah. we going to. Texas, we going to fucking 100 Bees compound, Atlanta. We going to all the fucking spots. And then even, you might be thinking, just, just content studios? No, motherfucker. I'm going to these houses. Let me see mm-hmm. your setup. Let me, because if yeah, you pay yo, attention set on up tech, tours, hell yeah. Set up, you know what I'm saying? What kind of PC you running? What's that keyboard? You got blue switches or red switches? Let me see you win a game right in front of me, type B. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm going to do it all. And so that definitely MTV. Plays a huge <laughs> role in your, in your yo, yeah. Because for real, listen, the new MTV right now, they're just rerunning fucking ridiculous right now. But mm. old MTV, bro, swag. It was a like, vibe. Oh, it was yeah. a vibe. Yeah, like even my ratings. Like, you know, like people, I didn't know who uh, the stool, barstool guy was because that's who they keep going to when they see my ratings. And they say he does it for pizza. And I looked him up. He actually does. He's been doing it for a while. Yeah. So I was like, oh, damn. Okay. But um, me rating food was never for me to just to rate food, actually. It's going to mm-hmm. be for when this goes back to me. Like, people don't understand. I be testing content way in the woodworks. I know it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Corona and everything's gone, everybody got a vaccine or whatever the case may be, 
I'm going to Dallas. I'm gonna go to see you can when maybe Crimp Six or whoever. Yeah. Yo, come come eat. What's popping in Dallas? I think what barbecue or whatever. Yeah. Where's the best barbecue spot in, in Dallas? And then we do a little series where we're talking mm-hmm. and eating. Hell yeah, we, bro. You know what I'm saying? Rating the food, but we're also talking and you know, like stuff like that. Like, yo, you know it'd be sick. You know how like the NFL has their hard knock series? No, I don't. You follow so you know like how they fall they take one team mm-hmm. and they follow from their from their training camp all the way until like the first game. Mm-hmm. You could do that with like a CDL team, an off season type. Follow, beat. Yeah. Off season, follow them in the off season, like all the behind the scenes stuff, what the players are doing, like as they how they take their new, break, uh, how they, as they prep for a new game, and all the processes go, that goes into like roster whole, mania, all, all that, all yeah. the coaches, all the coaches, all the analysts, the owners, the players, the conversations yeah. going on between the like, oh, you want a team with me? Like that's like for, okay. So like for example, like roster mania this year, I said on the TL a lot. I was like, that shit was boring as hell, man. Like, ah, man, this shit wasn't crazy. Yeah. Like, but if we had content behind the scenes, surrounding again, behind surrounding the scenes it. is what the people want. Yeah, exactly. I All right. People want to know what those conversations sound like. I'm so, I'm so happy. Glad. I'm so happy, Aaron, because like, yo, for for a minute since I've been seeing your content, I've been trying to put my finger on like the vibe, and it's MTV. I'm glad. I, might, I was about to say this before you even read out these tweets. So you're kind of helping me because I want to bring out some old tweets that I made. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, yo, I've been hitting. I'm. I don't, <laughs> yeah, you've been look, shooting. Yeah, people don't know what my name Aaron really means. It means like I'm a high enlightened, and, and like it, it really means some shit that I be on. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right, second tweet. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. This one says, I am a powerful manifester. I visualize my dream life and watch it as it manifests so easily into my reality. New year, more pressure. So I wanted to ask, like, what is that dream life? Do you have a clear vision of it? What is it? What yeah. are you striving for? Yeah. Fucking Wacker Smack, the eating series where I rated food, literally came from when I used to spend summers in South Carolina. And I would like literally, I would come to South and only when I'm in South Carolina for some fucking reason. And I would only watch Food Network. <laughs> I was watching <laughs> Bobby Flay. I'm watching everybody. And they're just Hell like, yeah. like, I'm literally, that's all I used to fucking watch. Like, I'm literally, when I'm about to go cook me some food, I'm about to put it in this season, I'm about to cut up some onions, everything. And so I was like, this is cool because even my mom, when I, get, when I come back from the summer, my mom would cook and I would rate her food. She didn't like that shit at all. But I'd be like, 8.5, you're going to put some more salt. <laughs> I'd be like, too much seasoning, woo doo woo And then it, also another example is the whole me working at 1,000 p.m. Like I said, before 2020, 2019, literally, I said I was not going to play video games and not get paid for it. It's just, I got too much people who want to eat too. And yeah. I want to help everybody who supports Aaron. So it's like, fuck, we're going to get in this shit and do that. And so it's like, so these are, exa- really, these are examples of the power of manifestation that you're talking yeah, about in this tweet. Yeah, 100%. I feel it. And it's, it's a real thing. Like, depending on, you know, everyone's different, but I personally believe, like, if you set your mind to something and you, and you manifest it, and the key here is there's a lot of dreamers out there. There's a mm-hmm. difference between dreaming and manifesting, okay? There's a lot of dreamers out there. Everybody has dreams, but are you actually making actionable steps towards that dream? Yeah. You can manifest something, but in order to manifest something, you have to be actively moving towards that goal. Yeah. And to add to that, that's why I left it off new pressure. I fucking love when there's something in front of me who's pinning me at threat. I love obstacles. 
Because yeah. obstacles aren't, aren't really obstacles. That's just the path. And yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, bro, all right, you're going to put me against the ropes? I'm like that. So let's go. Yeah. I, I just, I'm about I, that life. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like, I right. like pressure. I feel that, man. Yeah, this was a great tweet and I just wanted to get like, you know, a little insight behind it. So that's, that's awesome. All right. Last one. Let's see what we got. All right. Creative chaos uh, over careful consistency. So explain this one to us. So I change my mind every single fucking day. That's my creative chaos. And what is creative chaos? It's literally being inspired by something you consume and saying, damn, that little thing they did that they don't even know really made that pop. I'm going to do that now. Boom. We're going to put this in that. Mm-hmm. And it, it changed like my bro. 137 seconds literally start off with the fucking falling clocks until we're going to push them together. Have the clock at the bottom to now I'm putting the circle in the middle. Like it changes to where if something is too consistent, Apple for fucking example, mm-hmm. consistent as fuck. Yeah. There's, there's no really major changes. There's, no, there's yeah. nothing being like, like there used to be that. There used to be like the people who was like, fucking the game now with iPod. Now they got the iPhone, iPad, mm-hmm. iWatch. Yeah. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, damn, if they were still at Creative Chaos, we probably have the fucking iWatch, the eyeglasses by now. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they're just giving us small shit. And so Creative Chaos is just like, not letting shit stop me. If, it's, mm-hmm. if I'm inspired, boom. Don't let things go. Don't let things get stale. In other words, and like constantly be uh, looking for new ways to be inspired and taking that inspiration and actually doing something with it. We kind of talked about that in our last podcast is like, there, there's some people who are uh, inventors, right? Like they'll be walking down the street. No, they're not consuming anything. Like their eyes could be shut and like this idea will pop in their head and they'll just, you know, invent that. But then there's people who take pieces of, uh, content from all over the place and they kind of bring it all in here and they see it they see it different yeah and then they bring it out in a different light right 100%. i think yeah. music band is causing me to do this yeah that's where it comes from because in band my instructor always say don't become restricted to the music you listen by you want to become like a saucepan you want to be able to put different type of sauces and 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 seasonings to make the, the flavor what it is not I'm about to put this tomato sauce in, heat it up, and eat it type beat. So I feel you. That's you the know. sauce over the juice, man. Yeah. 100%. I appreciate 100%. that, man. All right. Jimbo, you got any uh got any questions for Aaron? Bro, we're just vibing right now. I'm yeah, just we like, are. We're, we're going with the with the segments. Hey and man, like I'm- it's one of those podcasts, and I appreciate these podcasts uh where uh you just feel that motivation from the other part. Like it, real recognize real, you know what I mean? Feel that motivation from the other part party and like it's it's very rare that you could have like two people in relatively the same space you know who creating content um vibe out like this and just respect each other you know and i want to see more of that i want to see more of that in the esports scene like more respect you know what i mean and uh create creative uh minds coming together and just you know vibing out i was gonna say yo you like to cook yourself bro i love to cook bro all right after this we're going to open up a DM and I'm just going to be, we're just going to be sharing fucking recipes, bro. Say you were. No, yeah. Jim goes hard. Jim goes hard in the paint in the kitchen. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, that's something. So before, before everything, before I joined the army, before any of anything started when I was in high school and everything, I wanted to be a chef. 
like I'm not artistic. I, I, I don't, I'm not super artistic. I can't like take a piece of paper and create a masterpiece. Right. But mm-hmm. like my taste buds, my senses, like that is my canvas, man. Like when I'm cooking and it, and it's just all self-taught, I've never been to a course. Like I would love to go to like a cult, some culinary school. Yeah. But everything is just trial and error. I just want to add to this. I didn't know you was in the army. I was in, uh, I mean, what I was in, what doesn't compare to what you actually went through, but I was in ROTC. Okay. And so I think that's what contributed to like this, uh, just mindset a little bit of mine as well. Yeah. Was like, cause, uh, it was Air Force ROTC. Mm-hmm. Um, and we was like a wing. And so like, I was like the, like a uh, wing commander. So it was like fucking creative. <laughs> I remember yeah. we went to camp. And our instructors was like, these cadets got to go eat. And there was no cadres. Like, that's what they get called. Like, the, yeah, cadre. the cadet. Yeah. And there was no other cadres. And I'm like the, I'm like the first, the first sergeant. That was my, my position in the whole yeah. camp. So I was like, damn. Like, I got to, I got to march all these guys to fucking yeah. lunch by myself. And so, I don't know. I just want to tell that part too. Cause that's so cool. Using the army. Room. Bro, that's, like it. that's hit, crazy uh, that you're so young, man. I feel like you've lived like a thousand lives, as they say. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so July 7th will be uh, my 12-year mark. Wow, 12 years. Yeah, Why, thank you for your service and happy anniversary. Man. You got your coin on you? I know that's another thing, LCC. The so, challenge coin? Oh, the challenge coin? Man, yeah. I got so many challenge coins, man. I have, a, I have a, a Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, challenge. Uh, uh, Dempsey's coin. That's so, like cool. any, I'm not kidding you. That's like a, one of the top. Unless you have like a presidential coin, mm-hmm. like someone will like slap a coin on the table. I'm like, man, I got a four star coin. I got a Chiefs of Staff coin. Like, come on, you're buying me a drink, homie. Like, <laughs> this is why I'm fucking with you. I know we got to end this podcast. But before I was wing commander, I was chief of I was chief uh, commander as well. And like yeah. that's the person. How they were describing it to me was like they're kind of like disciplined, but they're also like. You're like the guy that people can kind of like come to a little yeah. bit more. And so like, yeah, that's just so funny you said that. I got a, I think my proudest coin is probably my POWMIA coin. Because yeah. when we went to go to these festivals, I was on the PO, POWMIA t- uh, team. Mm-hmm. And so like, like, you just learn so many things. It's like, bro, this shit is deep. So one of my favorite things to do is just something I kind of do off the wall is like on like Veterans Day and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I'll go into like a VFW or just like an old like divey bar. Like I know that's like just old timey, like crusty veterans and just just swap war stories with those dudes, man. Dudes from like Vietnam dudes, like from, you know, uh, talking, uh, the Gulf war. Yeah. Um, it's just, dude, it's insane to, to tell them like what we're doing now and like kind of like our experiences and connecting with them on the, on the past level. I've got mad respect for our veterans and yeah. especially, especially those dudes from Vietnam. Cause all yeah. the stuff that we do today, like all our tactics, everything, all of it is just from lessons learned from those guys, mm-hmm. you know? hundred percent. Yeah. It's wild. Jeez. All right, boys. Yeah. About that time again, Aaron, I want to, First of all, I'm going to throw Aaron's socials up on the screen. If you're not following the man, make sure you hit him up with a follow. Make sure you hit him up with some likes, some comments, get to know him. Listen. The content that they got going on over at 137 p.m., you want to start consuming that content. It's some good stuff. I'm telling you, it's, oh, yeah. uh, it's inspiring. Up. It's fire. It's heat. Aaron, I want to thank you again for coming on the show, thank man. Thank you, guys. I'm, on, glad, man. I'm glad that we got connected and, uh, and I'm excited for the, for the future, man. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for, uh, for everything. Uh, listen, 
Shout out to the fucking Boomcast. I know I cuss a lot. I don't know why I cuss a lot. <laughs> listen, shout out to the motherfucking Boomcast for hooking the boy out here. Listen, I'm close to a thousand followers on Twitter. I really don't give a fuck about followers, but it's just the fact that, yo, god damn, like, y'all really fucking with the kid. And so I wanted to say, yo, shout out to y'all for real. I yeah, appreciate you, man. you, man. Appreciate you. Jim, any last words? Man, it was like, I, I can't. I can't. I, I wish we could go longer, man. I just I don't want to stop talking. I don't want to stop vibing. I want to crack a beer, and I want to. You know what that means. Out. You know what that means. Everybody, you know what that means. We'll have to run it back one day. There you go. We'll have to run it. it back. Got it. All right. For now, if if you made it to the end of this video, I pre we appreciate you very much. Make sure you hit us with a like, comment, subscription. Uh, it really helps us out and keeps us motivated going forward. Uh, if you're on Spotify, appreciate you as well. Uh, and until next time, this has been the Boomcast. We got myself, we got Jim, we got Aaron, and uh, we're signing out. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.